Friend Info Adventure Co. is an immaturely mature podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Stick around to the very end of this episode because we have Phil, who plays Tarquin, his reaction to last week's episode because he wasn't there for it and he listened at the same time as all of you listeners got to listen. He had to wait until it was released. So stick around until the very end to hear some of his reactions to what was going on. I was just chilling on my street when these three folks came up to me asking if I had seen some square tons. I told them what it was that I seen. They came back carrying some dude ducked into that warehouse over there. I don't know what is going on, but these three folks smell like smoke. Some people find me annoying, but two of three of them seem to like me. They need my help in a bad way. I'll lead the charge into this warehouse. Ooh, I've got some new friends, and I'm overly confident, and I'm not gonna lose. I left them in the dust as I bust down the door. There's some dude on a rope dangling above a cauldron. I left my friends in the dust. I don't know what's going on. What I get into here? You're my stun flower. Ha! Lamp post Malone here. Is this dude friend or foe? Am I here to save or kill you? Okay, so I'm running like through this desert, this wasteland, and in the distance there's this shining like gem or jewel or something, and it's so bright and it's like a kaleidoscope, and sometimes it's red and sometimes it's like this blinding white and sometimes it's blue, and I'm running towards it, and then this big looming sort of silhouette sort of uh, envelopes me. And all my armor and my weapons and my bionic bits just sort of like slough off and fly off. And then suddenly I'm just this 12-year-old kid running as fast as he can towards this gem. But it never gets any closer. You wake up to a square-headed skeleton. Uh, There are three of them in your room, actually. And and they just hit you on the head with with their hands and they knock you out. With their bony hands. What a bunch of dicks. Yeah. You can like, it's kind of like hazy, right? Like your vision kind of goes in and out. Everything's blurry. You you get escorted like down some stairs and it's jostling you a little bit. And you see Randy getting tied up to a chair or something. You get escorted outside and, and you pass some shop. And one of the square tins splits off and goes inside this shop. And you see this two-armed lady. She definitely has two arms. And then you keep going and and you like black out. And then the next thing you know, you're suspended in the air and your vision's starting to come through and you hear somebody talking like behind you and above you. And then you're, as your vision starts to clear, you realize like you're tied, tied up by rope and you're hanging from the from this rope. And below you is this cauldron. And it's kind of like bubbling a little bit. There's no fire below it. It's just bubbling. 
And all of a sudden, the door busts open, and this little kid comes running in. He's got like tattoos on his face, and he's like, I'm here! It's Lampost Malone! And he stops right in front of the cauldron and looks up at you. Um, and which way, Am I hanging upside down, or the right way, or what? Hanging right way up. Cool. Who the fuck are you? I'm Lampost Malone! And then Mercurius and Good Boy come running in behind and then slowly saunters in Phaleon. What what the hell's going on, guys? Who's this little dick? I'm Lampost Malone! Not talking to you, Lampost Malone. This is our new best friend. Is this... Did you want to kill him? I actually don't know what's going on. I just joined a huddle and I came and I told them where you were. Uh, I don't know if we want to kill this guy. Is that what we want? No, no, no. Oh, God. Is this guy on our side? Yeah, yeah. We we like this guy. He's a, he's a friend of this guy. Oh. <laughs> oh, goody. <laughs> he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> Do you want to get me down then? <laughs> and then you hear from the behind, up in the rafters, you hear a woman's voice and she says, yeah, he is kind of an asshole, huh, kid? From the shadows emerges Nettie. Ugh. How did she get out? There were plenty yeah. of bodies buried in the Bruins' basement. Not all to do with me, sorry. Polly and I had a long conversation about you and your respectful treatment of her, she does in air quotes. Good. I'm here to teach you the error of your ways. Okay, but like literally all my friends are just down there on the floor, so what are you going to do? She raises a fist and all of a sudden three squaretons jump up. From the ground behind uh, the Phaleon, Mercurius, good boy, and then grab them and hold them. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Well. (laughs) Right. So I'm hanging. I'm just hanging there above a cauldron. They've all been grabbed. Little fucking, what's his name? Lamppost Malone. He has not been grabbed. So I'm just going to look at him and be like, well, are you going to do anything then or what? He shrugs his shoulders and looks around. He's like, ah, I don't, I don't have any weapons or anything. I just thought we were looking. They, I don't know what's going on. What have they got? Presumably they've taken all my stuff, yeah, right? You can see your stuff kind of tucked away on the wall. That Once you get down, it would be like four squares to your left. How long's the rope? How high's the roof? The roof would be like five squares high and your midpoints, but directly below you is that little bubbling cauldron. So if I swing on the rope, could I reach the wall where my weapons are? Uh, no, that would be way too far. We uh, So Polly and I kind of had a discussion and decided that the sexist bastard needed to, to change his way, come to the light. And, and so here we are, below you, a potion, a brew... That will... So wait, whoa, 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 darling. You're going to prove that you're anti-sexism by what? Cooking me? Yeah, that's stereotypical. No. Couldn't you think of anything better to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Sew me into a blanket next? <laughs> uh, she looks at Phaleon and she goes, you're in a party with this guy. And the squareton lets go of you. And she says, what do you think should happen to this guy? Um, that's a good question. Um, are you cool with him being such a sexist bastard? <laughs> no. Right. So, like, you you guys work for Amir. 
I know that he's got, I left that coin in his pocket. He's not going to die, die. He'll come back and he'll be better for it. He will have learned his lesson. And if not, he will learn his lesson over time. Have I still got my shoes on? <laughs> yes. I'm going to wiggle one boot off and fling it into her face. Which one? Phelion or Nettie? <laughs> Nettie, obviously. She's behind <laughs> you. Uh, she's like yeah, behind and above you. Okay, great. Roll a... It's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard one. Roll an interact check. 18. That is exactly what you needed. The boot flies off, hits her in the face. Roll a d4 just for damage. Is she just a side question? Is she, I shot her. Is she all like healed up or what? Yeah, it's been a couple days and... I think a gunshot takes longer than that, doesn't it? Oh, pff, huzzah. She got a potion in between then and now. Um, it is a four. Four damage. Uh, are you kidding me? I l- Look, look. Phaleon, right? That's your name? Phaleon? Yes, that's my name. Okay, great. Woman to woman, right? Like, y- you're tired of this. Let's just let me do this. You're cool with it, right? I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but I don't think boiling him is going to help. Go up and touch the water. That's a no for me. No, do it. Trust me. All right. Girl to girl. It it won't hurt you at all. I'm going to have to decline. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Little boy, are you a sexist little turd? No, nope, I respect women, ma'am. Okay, then you touch the water. And he reaches in over, like the cauldron is like right at his nose type thing. So he reaches in over it, puts his hand in there, stirs it around. Oh, it feels cold. Yeah, see, it's not boiling him alive. It's just like a mixture. It's just a a brew. There's no fire. What's going to happen to him? He'll drown. Oh. Why can't I swim? Can I swim? Oh, I'm tied up. Can I just flick my other boot at her now? <laughs> Go ahead and roll your interact check. Oh, that would be a four. Okay, you uh, you start to get, like, wiggle the shoe off, and then it just falls down into the water. Fine. Well, at least I'm not bombing around with one shoe. That'd just look stupid. Oh, my goodness, yeah. You'd look like a real idiot. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah, it does seem a little extreme. Couldn't we just, like, uh, give him a spanking or something? What am I, his mother? No, I'm not going to spank him. That's sexist too. Is there like some sort of slideshow that we could make him sit through? We could (laughs) tape his eyes open. Yeah, can't I just go on a course? Can't I just go on a course? Listen, this will be so much faster. She looks at Phaleon. Phaleon, will you trust me? He'll live. He'll live and it'll be fine, okay? I don't trust you. And also, I think it's weird that you're singling me out to make this decision. Okay, let's well, Mercurius. Do you like him being a sexist bastard? Oh uh, well, I can't say that. That that's that's fucked up. Welcome to the trial of Tarquin Britstone. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you know, I think the real problem here is your attack on free speech. Sorry, Kimmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And it turns out that this whole series was just a prequel to Elon Musk. (laughs) Good boy. His real name is Elon. (laughs) Listen, listen. I'm a reasonable woman. You killed the Don. I got it. I get it. He wasn't a great guy. Neither is Amir. Neither is Randy. You know, we're all just trying to make it in this world. 
Well, Randy's not a guy, so. Well, right. I'm just saying <laughs> we're all terrible people. Damn it. Yeah, see? Look how terrible we all are. All right, Nettie, hop in the cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a series of talk checks, essentially. So I want you to roll a talk check, Mercurius, for that, like, well, Randy's not a guy, because it's it's almost like proving, well, you're not perfect either. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Oh, my God, that's a 20. Oh, my God, that's a 20? Okay, I will count that as two successes. Okay, yeah, I get it. We're not all perfect. I make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But he continues to make mistakes. He's not learning from them. Are you, Tarquin? They're not mistakes. They're choices, you bitch. Really not helping your case here, buddy. (laughs) Roll a talk check. (laughs) Nine. Okay, pretty much this was... I was just... No matter what, it was going to be bad. But it it was depending on how bad. So that's going to count as two losses. Oh... (laughs) She looks at Phaleon. Look, see, look, even tied up on trial for his ways, he's still calling me a bitch. Um, it's not the fact that you're a woman, it's the fact that you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> it's so funny, but you gotta stop. Roll a talk, Jack. <laughs> That's a three. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, no. All right, that's uh, that's two more. She just buries her hands in her face, and she, she buries her hands in her face. Oh, digs her fists into her eye sockets, and she's dead. Problem solved. <laughs> She buries her head in her hands, her face. Oh, my hell. Yeah, she buries her face in her hands. My bad. Uh, and she just looks at, at Good Boy and says, see, free speech. Free speech doesn't mean without consequence. He can talk all he wants, but there's got to be consequences. You get that, Good Boy, right? Uh, no, consequences are depriving us of our freedoms. Uh, I'm going to have you roll, but uh, obviously explain. (laughs) I think it's pretty obvious. I don't think I need to explain that at all. Okay, go ahead and roll a talk check. You have a minus five or four on talks, right? Minus four, yeah. So that's uh, seven. Okay. Minus four. Yeah, that just fails. It's another one. (laughs) All right, listen. I made a mistake talking to Good Boy. I get, I forgot he he's the Don. He told me that this guy wasn't too bright, and I get it now. I get it. <laughs> My mistake, everyone. Uh, but Phaleon, why why should he keep on living the way he should? He's living now. Well, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy him in the, our party. But some things, some things do have to change. But I don't think dropping him in some cauldron is going to help. I feel like Tarquin just needs to to internalize and change some things <laughs> for himself. Uh, roll a talk, Jack. Finally, a reasonable argument. <laughs> <laughs> it was reasonable. She didn't say bitch even once. 
<laughs> and Tarquin's being a little bitch. <laughs> Nettie looks at her and is like, that's our word. We can use it. What'd you roll? A six. Oh, man. That was a good argument, though. She goes, I get what you're getting at, but, you know, people don't change. You Do you really think at the core people change? <laughs> um, I mean, this is a deeper conversation that I want to have. <laughs> um, but I think he can learn from this and maybe change a little bit, just a wee little bit. Tarquin, do you think you could change? Maybe. However, if your argument is that people never really change, so what you're saying is that you're going to remain a conniving, backstabbing fucking bitch for your whole life then, yeah? No matter what happens, no matter what happens, if I get dropped or not, you're still going to be an insufferable... (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! He didn't swear! Okay, maybe he's somewhat capable of change. Seven. (laughs) She goes, go ahead, finish it. I know that you want to. Bitch, dog, hoe, slag, take pick. (laughs) She uh, immediately pulls out a pistol and shoots the rope. And you fall into this water. And you feel the water, like, the bubbles are, like, coming up, but they're pushing you down into it. And you feel the water going in. And it does actually burn you a bit. It hurts. What a lying bitch! <laughs> She's, see, she cannot change. Can I grab my shoe? You're still tied up. With my feet. <laughs> Roll a interact check. But you get like a minus five. Um, so, 11. As you go down, you're, you're in this water. It's pulling you down. You rotate your body and your like, foot is kicking at your shoe above. Good. <clears throat> and you are going to take... This is all just going to go directly to your health. How much health do you have? Um, 20. You're going to take five points of damage. Um, objection? I'd like to call for a mistrial. (laughs) (laughs) The jury hadn't reached a verdict yet. I am the jury. I'm the judge, jury, and somewhat executioner. He'll be back in like, he'll be back in one minute. I promise. And he'll be better. You'll love him. He'll be the new improved Tarquin. Oh, you know what? I heard he was already 2.0. Tarquin, 2.1. Okay. Thank you, washing machine. Did that come through? Yeah, it did a little bit. <laughs> nice. You kind of added a nice little punctuation. That's me that leveling scene. up. That's me leveling up. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay, well, this is a kangaroo court. I don't even know what that means, really, but... <laughs> <laughs> she stops and she explains, oh my goodness, it's when you have to... Pick your champion, but your champion has to be a kangaroo, and the kangaroos fight to the death. And whoever's kangaroo wins, they get it. And you're right. This kind of is. I'm the bigger kangaroo. And he was a sexist kangaroo. So I win, but you guys are also going to win. And he's going to win because he'll be better. I like to whisper to good boy, I feel like that's bullshit, but I don't know enough about kangaroo courts to dispute it. Enough time has gone by that, she, that Tarquin's going to take more damage. Damn it. Oh, are we supposed to save him? We're, we're uh, being held by skeletons. I didn't assume we could. I'm not. It let Thaleon go, though, didn't it? That's this, her skeleton. 
Yeah, they let me go. Oh. Uh, you're taking 11 points of damage this time. Oh, good lord. Uh, right. How deep is this cauldron? It's not that deep. It's maybe like four feet. Okay, or, uh, right. Almost four a whole... Feet. Sorry, my bad. Almost <laughs> a square. It's it's four-fifths of a square. <laughs> okay, so why why am I not floating? Can I just like push up off the bottom and get back to the surface? Uh, roll an interact check. The bubbles are like pulling you under. It's uh, like it's, it's holding magical you. Magical things. Yeah. Um, 13. Yeah, not enough. What is the surface, like the interior surface of the cauldron? What is that made of? Be it rough, be it smooth? It's like a cast iron cauldron. So it's got a little coarseness to it, but it's pretty strong. So could I try and like work the rope against the coarse iron surface? Yeah, yeah, you could. I'll let you interact. Uh, Actually, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Interact. Interact, check that. 18. You get your hands free. But now everybody else outside is going to be interact or talking. I'm going to try and save him, I guess. You move to the cauldron and it is bubbling. You see Tarquin in there. Uh, you can reach in there and try and pull him out. Okay. So you're going to need to roll an interact check. It's a seven. So it's not great. <laughs> you you like are fumbling around in there. Uh, Tarquin, you've got one last action you can do. Well, I'm going to try and reach for her hand. Uh, after a little bit, you, you find her hand and she starts to pull you up. So, Phaleon, as you're pulling him up, you know, you, you feel him get lighter and, and the bubbles start to calm down. And you pull him up, and he is, he's not there. He's hes not, it's not Tarquin. Is it just my bionic arm? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You pull it up, and it's just his bionic arm. Okay. Nettie says, it's okay, it's okay. Everything's going to be fine. Just give it a minute. I don't trust you. Listen, I'm not the one that kidnapped a... A person after their wedding fell through in a you, weird. She literally capacity. just kidnapped me. She, oh, she's dead. so you full of shit. <laughs> I didn't tie her up in her own wedding gown, break her leg. I didn't go around calling people bitches or dicks or being sexist. You know, this isn't because he's a man. It's because he's being sexist. If you were being sexist too, Phaleon, and then. Tarquin, you rise up out of the same cauldron uh, and it, you lose 10% of your gold. And then you suffer a permanent trauma called Sexist Bastard. Actually, Brilliant. why don't we call it Sexy Bastard? Um, am I back to full health now, though? Uh, yeah, you are. Let's go on then. What's my permanent um, thing? It's just called Sexy Bastard. Yeah, but what's it do? I, you'll Eventually, maybe you'll find out. Nettie turns looks down at you in the cauldron and says, see, I told you. How do you feel, Tarquin? Fine. Okay, great. See, everything's fine. Uh, now I will just be on my way and you guys can go on your way and we're good. We're cool. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she starts to like leave, head towards the back. Uh, the skeletons are still there. 
for a minute. Are you are you guys just letting her go? Well, I think we should see if she's good on her word. Okay. Everyone in agreeance? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, we uh, we kind of kicked her ass a little bit back in the first season, so maybe we could just take this L and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. And she leaves. And then the skeletons, the squaretons disassemble. Now it's just the four, well, five of you. Lamppost Malone is still there. That was weird. Yeah, where did you come from? Who are you? Oh my, I'm Lamppost Malone, dog. Yeah, that means nothing. Vouch for me, guys, right? Vouch for me? Yeah, he told us where you were so that we could uh, come save you. How did he know where I was? I saw you getting carried away by two skeletons. Okay. I feel like I lost his voice. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, starting to like this character less. <laughs> That's kind of shallow, Matt. Just judging him by his voice. Maybe you need a dip oh, in the boy. cauldron. There we go. <laughs> yeah, maybe we maybe we could get you in this cauldron, and then you'll be less of a ageist bastard. Yeah, no, you're still you're losing me even more now. Kids these days, guys. I thought we were cool. We were never cool. Lamppost Malone looks at you. Eyes watering, and then looks to Mercurius. Is it true? Um, I'm sorry, it had to be this way. <laughs> uh, and he runs out crying. Oh, that's good. I was going to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> He's seven years old. Do I have to do oh. another quest about not hurting kids? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's okay. He can go. He can go. Yeah, he runs out. He's gone. Lampost Malone is gone as quickly as he came. My, my, how the turntables. All right, it's the four of you. I don't know. What you guys, you guys want to chat? Check in with each other? Talk about what happened? So. I'm going to climb out the cauldron. This is awkward. Probably get my, is my stuff still there? Probably going to put yeah. my stuff back on. Over against the wall is a pile of your stuff. All your guns, all your equipment, it's still there. Cool. Do I need to do an interact check to see if I can dress myself? (laughs) (laughs) Nope, nope, you're good. Cool. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I could do with a drink. Yeah, I think you deserve one after that. Yeah, sounds good. Back to Randy's then. Did anyone rescue them after they got tied up, I suppose? Oh no, are they dead? No, no, no. We saved Randy, right? Did we save Randy? No, yeah. Well, we saved Randy. We did not save Randy's. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's great. What happened? Uh, it, it might have burned down. <laughs> how, long, how long was I kidnapped for? <laughs> like five minutes. <laughs> wow, you guys are good. You guys are good. It was, like the whole team, it was a very fast-moving fire. Like how the whole team falls apart as soon as Tarquin gets kidnapped. <laughs> no, hey, we did pretty good. Those skeletons hit like a truck, man. Yeah, we did save... We saved Randy. We saved you-ish. <laughs> yes, thanks. <laughs> um, did you? Was, like, we showed up. <laughs> Uh, there's got to be somewhere else we can get a bev in uh, to your hold, right? I think Randy would want us to go after what's her name. If they knew that she burned down their uh, oh hotel. Yeah, Randy's gonna be 
pissed. I thought you said you yeah. guys burned it down. No, we just didn't stop it. Right, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, that place really wasn't up to fire code, and there were no extinguishers available. So about that drink, where are we, where are we having a drink? Oh, let's just get out. Let's just get out of this. What are we in? A warehouse? Let's just get out of here. Let's see where we are in the city. I don't remember being brought here. Where are we? We're in, on 666 Idiot Avenue. <laughs> Fancy that, huh? Oh, again? Wait, is that days? the one with the meat well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to get away from that. No, oh. no. 666 Idiot. Oh, well, no, this is 666 Idiot Street. What was the... Oh. But there was the 666 on the outer... That was the meat well one. That one's blown up. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm a man about town. I will ask a local outside. Is there anyone outside? Yeah, uh, as you guys head out, there's... There's, there's people kind of on the street, and down the street, you see Stevio rolling up. He sees you and says, Oh my gosh, you guys! Hi! Look, Tarquin, it's uh, it's your favorite. Can we turn around and go the other way? Let's pretend we haven't seen him. <laughs> you all are heading the opposite direction? Well, my man just drowned to death. I'm with him. <laughs> I don't want my like first conversation after coming back to life to be with that. <laughs> You guys! Hey, hey, you guys! And it keeps wheeling towards you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? And then it pops up on your echo stones and says, I'm behind you guys. Hey guys, I know you can hear this. I'm behind you. I'm behind you. I ignore it. Listen, Stevio, it's kind of a bad time. What do you uh, what do you got for us? Uh nothing. It was just a complete coincidence that I'm in this area. Alright, bye! And then it wheels around and and, and leaves. <laughs> Kind of feels like we missed the opportunity we were supposed to have to start a new quest thing, and now we're just wasting time. Yeah, I don't know. Did anybody see if he had that little exclamation point next to his name? I, I wasn't looking. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> All right, you guys keep heading. Uh, you end up going down an alley. Tarquin's leading the way, and you come up to this real crappy-looking bar. It says the Rusty Bucket. Isn't that where I was right at the start? Yeah. I had a go. Oh, this'll do. I had a great time in here a couple of days ago, weeks ago. How long's it been? Don't know. I just drowned. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You guys go in there, uh, start drinking. The drinks are way worse than they were at Randy's. Randy comes in over your Echo Stones and says, So, did you guys get Tarquin back? Kind of. We got a Tarquin back. Wait, what does that mean? Uh, he, he, might have died come back. he might have died and oh, oh right he's well he's got Amir's coin yeah yeah that's what I meant we got a Tarquin back no, it, I mean it's practically indistinguishable from the original who's to say that was even the original original you know he could have been like on a quest for a wizard's wand or something and died multiple times in there yeah that's true I guess uh, I think I only died once on that adventure just, just saying I think you might be right. (laughs) (laughs) But I wouldn't know because I'm Randy and I wasn't in that adventure. So whatever. I don't care. Well, anyways, um, I'm glad that you got a Tarquin back. That's great. Amir has actually offered to to take me in to, you know, we already have our joint adventure of Friend and Foe Adventure Co. So we're just going to, he bought the Don's old place, the 
Red Herd Mansion, and we're going to move in there and set up shop there. I'm going to take the kitchen and make it a nice bar. He's going to take the right side where all the toilets are and make that a armory, and a, it'll still be a shit house too. You know, you can still go to the bathroom on that side, but far away from the drinks and the food. So that'll be great. It'll be work out. It'll work out great. And he said, since you guys helped with this, you made this all possible. Uh, even though you didn't save my my bar. Uh, oh, by the way, who was it? Uh, Tarquin, you want to take this one? It was Nettie, apparently. Nettie, what? She. I know, oh. right? Who could have suspected? Who would have guessed that fine, upstanding lady about town would have done something as horrible as that? Not me. Weird. How'd she get out the basement? That's what I want to know. Okay, well, I guess that is on me. I was going to be mad at you guys, but you you did tell me she was a necromancer, and I definitely should not have put her in the basement. My bad. My bad. So I assume you killed her. No, we let her go. Oh, well, that doesn't sound like you. No, that's... The old, that's what the old Tarquin uh, would have taken vengeance on her. The new Tarquin, the one that just came out of the cauldron after drowning, after basically being killed, um, is, is not so fussed about things like revenge. I just need to drink. And seeing as you don't have a bar anymore, why don't you just let me get on with it? Whoa. Okay. <laughs> also, uh, revenge is now a paid feature. <laughs> So, um, if you're if you're going to want us to do that, you're going to have to pay for that now. That's no longer an included feature. Whoa! Look at look at good boy coming up on the business world. Look at your is he your new accountant's manager? Yeah, he's been saying a lot of really smart stuff today. Did you get into Mercurius's book stash? <laughs> I got into something with good boy. I don't think I want to know. I don't know if I'd call it. Smart. It sounds like one of those adverts. Are you worried that your child is getting into accountancy? (laughs) (laughs) Know the signs. Know the signs. I'm sure you're drinking at some shithole. I'm not super happy that Nettie's still alive, but you know, that's great. Tarquin's alive. You guys can, you all can get get her later. Uh, You know, was Polly with her? No. Uh, Did, well... Maybe when the uh, the ashes settle, I'll see if Paul. I can't imagine she let Polly burn alive down there. I'm gonna assume she's out. And uh, yeah, why don't you guys come over? And you know, I'm still setting up at at the new Friend and Foe Adventure Co. headquarters. But you guys can come by. And Amir said that you guys can have the old rooms downstairs, the ones that used to belong to the Jackbots, and we'll set up headquarters there. Nice. That works for me. And free drinks. Oh, I didn't say free. <laughs> Drive a definitely, hard bargain. Nope, nope, didn't, definitely didn't say free. All right, well, worth a shot. If anything, double priced uh, because <laughs> my bar, my bar, uh, you know, it kind of went up in flames. Yeah, got to recoup those losses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, luckily, Amir already had this place, and he gets in my alcohol shipment, so so you know, it worked out okay. It didn't lose completely everything. Uh, okay, yeah. Do you guys want to keep drinking at the Rusty Bucket or go to the Red Herd Mansion? Well, I guess now that's going to be renamed. Well, I might as well finish my current drink. Okay. 
I'm going to wait for you to finish your drink. You let me know. <laughs> Here we go. Real time. <laughs> yeah, all right. Could you please make sipping sounds for it and everything? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. Yeah, let's go. Whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't have like a big battle planned or anything with this. You know, it's fine, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were we supposed to have a big fight with Nettie? Whoops. <laughs> Uh, or at least some skeletons or something. I mean, come on. <laughs> Can't believe you all just let him drown. <laughs> yeah, that was a little out of character. I kept thinking or trying to think of like a good reason. And I was like, no, we've kind of. Well, I mean, this podcast is going to air live. I can't let the f- fans know that I'm a sexist bastard or think that I'm a sexist bastard. Not no. I'm not a sexist bastard. <laughs> That's going in. You gotta put that in. That's hilarious. I'm just gonna edit it so that it's just you being like, and I'm a sexist bastard. There you go. <laughs> oh. Can't let the fans know that I'm not a sexist bastard. I'm sorry, Tark, when I had to save face. It's okay. I would have done the same thing. All right, all right. All right, whenever you guys finish your drinks and then you head over to Amir's and Amir's there and he's like, my friends, welcome to, hey, uh, I don't have a name for the mansion yet. So Red Herd Mansion doesn't really apply. Why don't you guys name the headquarters? Celine. Uh, Any others? (laughs) Is that it? Nobody else has ideas. Oh, man, I was was thinking about some alliteration like Randy's Red... Uh, red, 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 you know what, Celine, it's fine. <laughs> Celine's? Celine's. Just adding an apostrophe S, got it, okay. Celine, Celine Dion. Celine's, <laughs> Saloon Dion. <gasps> Saloon Dion! <laughs> got him! Uh, I mean, hey, that's a pretty good name. <laughs> Is that what we're going with? Yeah, do it. Oh my gosh. Okay, Saloon Dion. I've already been setting up. Why don't you come and take a look at some of these wares I've got? I am going to pull up some stuff. And you guys can shop. Uh, All right, Amir walks over to the right side. And you see, like, the place where Good Boy had broken into using his finger. His finger. That's obviously (laughs) how you say it. He punched through it with his finger. And that's now like reinforced and the place has become like more of a shop looking area uh, with uh, the shitters. Like half of the shitters are now gone and under construction, but there's still two uh, that are just open there or, you know, like they have the doors. You can tell those are still bathrooms. So if you guys need to go to the bathroom, you can go to the bathroom. It's fine. That's my favorite part about this podcast, actually, is how we, we use the bathroom in real time. Yeah. We have to take time for bathroom breaks in character. So go ahead. What does it sound like while you're in character in the bathroom? Oh, what does it sound like? Yeah. All right. Good boy. You open the door to the bathroom. You close the door behind you. It's not a very large room, uh, but you look down and it doesn't look like it's a hole down below. So you wouldn't know because you didn't go in the shitter room below. But it looks like Amir actually installed some piping so that it wasn't just like some weird mess below. And uh, and now you're before you is this toilet. Uh, I think nah, I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, you come out. Amir's like, okay, everyone's good, right? Now I'm going to go to the toilet. (laughs) All right. Tarquin, you go into the bathroom and you see before you a toilet. There's piping now. And you know that before there wasn't piping. So, hey, that's an improvement. Mm, I can wait. (laughs) All right, you come out. (laughs) Amir looks at both of you like, you two are very quick bathroom users. Why did we not fight Nettie? (laughs) All right, now come over here. I've got some wares for you. He pulls out things. These were sent from people all across the lands. We've got a shield the Lion Suit of Light. This was sent from Andre at Hamsum Cheese on Twitter. And this will cost 300 The shield is a capacity of 30 a recharge rate of 5 and then it has red text. So this means it does something special. Fight another day. And you would find out what that means later while you're using it. And then there is the Wand of Pointing. This is from Nick. At Nickstrosity on Twitter, 300 gold. It's an item. Could be used for distractions. And it gives you plus two on stealth checks when you use it. uh, Or it could be added to a weapon to give plus one accuracy to that weapon. It looks like an inconspicuous wand that emits a red dot. And at Nickstrosity is who cosplayed as Tarquin, by the way. Woo! Ooh, that was amazing. So listeners, go check out at Nickstrosity on Twitter or on Instagram. On Instagram, there's more like pictures and videos. It's so cool. Okay, so going to keep going. At Nickstrosity actually sent in several. So he also sent in rose-tinted glasses. And those, uh, if the wearer, like uh, whoever's wearing those is more susceptible to talk checks uh, and they're like le- more oblivious so it, it more like it it gives them like rose tinted vision so that you could like if you tricked them into wearing them or whatever uh, you'd be able to trick them more easily then there is the roulette grenade and that you would roll a d6 when you throw it and it will do one of six random things when you throw it hope for the best Ooh, I like that one. Then there's the swear jar. (laughs) I like this one a lot because it's not what it sounds like. Anyone within a, like, you would open up the jar, and then anyone within a six square radius that makes a promise while the jar is open will be bound by their word. And then if that promise is broken, the glass jar will trap the promise breaker's head in it, giving minus one to all stats uh, and it can only be removed after a good long night's sleep. And so those are all the ones from Nixtrosity. And then we've got that one guy on Twitter at that one fella where the O is a zero and the E's are threes. He sent in a Hyperius grenade called Extreme Hold Hairspray. It does 1d8 cryo damage. And then it has the red text. It's in my mouth. And you would find out what that means if you use it. Then there is at Riled Nerd sent something in, sent in a couple of things. What a loser. I know. Oh, and actually, this one comes from hey, uh, Phil has a side podcast called Organized Fun, and occasionally they are playing a game called Kids on Brooms, and he needed magical items. 
And I sent this one into him and I was like, that's actually pretty good. I'm going to steal it for myself too. So the mouthy potion, you pour it on an inanimate object. It gives that item a mouth and sentience for five minutes. And it can tell you what has happened around it, like what it has seen. So you could interrogate a broom if you wanted or whatever. The rest of them are me. Then there is the game shark. And it is a shark inside a jar. Just a little shark. And you feed a weapon to it. And the game shark gives it a boost. You can use it once a day. Um, But you'll roll a d8 and it'll add a random thing to a weapon. Uh, And then there is Hey Kitty Wine. And this one was inspired by Nick Strosity's cosplay because he had a lot of Hey Kit- Hello Kitty wine. That one gives you big anime eyes and you become overly expressive. You get plus five when you're being honest on a talk check or when you're trying to charm somebody. And then you get minus five when you're lying because you're overly expressive and it's it's more obvious. You can't hide those emotions. And I assume that if you were trying, if somebody like flirted with you, you would start bleeding from your nose or something explosively like in an anime. So there you go. There are all the items at the shop. I would like the glasses, please. Okay. 300 for those. Yep. Could you repeat what the game shark does? You feed a weapon to it because it's like an aquarium and the game shark will eat it and then add something to it. That's cool. And it'll, it could be anything that's like, I guess normally, all right, here's what it does. It's going to essentially add additional damage that it'll deal out. So it'll make the gun stronger. So that's good. That's a cool thing. It's not going to like turn my combat rifle into like a clown horn. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That'd be cool though. It's like generally something improving. Or it, it's always something improving because it's like the game shark. I don't know if you guys yeah. ever used the game shark. I used I used the hell out of a game shark. I had one for N sixty four. Oh, nice! And oh my god, I spent so much time hunting for the Triforce in Ocarina of Time using that game shark. <laughs> nice. Spoiler alert: There's no Triforce in Ocarina of Time. <laughs> oh my god! I used it on Goldeneye all the time. Like a Hell big cheating yeah. bastard. <laughs> and I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Well, uh, how much did that cost again? I think I'm going to go with the Game Shark. That's oh, yeah. Cool. I don't know if you'll have enough money for it. It's a thousand gold. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to go with that. How much gold do you have? 410. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you could always ask other people to join in and, and pay with you if you wanted. Ask for a loan. I think I want to get the roulette grenade. Okay. I either want the Hello Kitty wine or the swear jar. (laughs) I think I need the Hello Kitty wine. I think that's good. Okay. That's going to be very silly. I'll have to work on my anime protagonist voice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say, you know, that's like a bottle of it. Let's say you have three uses of it, too. Okay. Otherwise, that's expensive for just one for one use. So I'm going to say Hello Kitty wine. Oh, no, not Hello Kitty. Hey. Hey, Kitty. Kitty. Hey, Kitten. Legally distinctive Hey, Kitty. I'm free. <laughs> Great value Hello Kitty. <laughs> America's choice. Kimmy, did you want to buy anything? I think I'll save my money. Save my gold. Says the uh, person with the most gold, I think. A thrifty, thrifty vault hunter. 
I'm not, yeah, thrifty. Frugal Phaleon, as the kids used to call her on the playground. We're going to go like, um, you know, he, he gave each of you a room. This is like a filler episode at this point. This was what I was planning on doing next week was like you guys would get to do shopping and then you guys each get your own room downstairs in the basement. So, you know, it's been like a week. You guys have been living at the Saloon Dion <laughs> for a week. <laughs> Um, and you guys have your rooms and you got to decorate them however you want. Uh, how did you decorate them? With uh, legally distinct Gundam model kits. Right, right. Well, you just have like mech suits, models of mech suits scattering. Yeah. It fits with the whole anime uh, trope thing with that the Hey Kitty wine's going to give me. It's perfect. In in your room, Mercurius, do you have like a workshop or do you have a garage somewhere in town where you work on on a pancake? Yeah, just like a, a hanger, a hanger that I work on pancake in. Not well, a hanger, um, but yeah, like a workshop, a small pancakes. Workshop. Pancakes not huge. She's not going to need a whole hanger. She's not Gundam size. She's pretty big, but but yeah, just a garage. Let's say a garage. Okay. I mean, there is space in this, you know, your your bed's going to take up like two squares. You've got the models on the wall. You could have like a workshop in your room if you wanted, or you can have a separate one that you've been using. I would love to move Pancake in with me. Okay, perfect. Yeah, let's say that. The more, the more machines around me, the better. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got like your workbench. You've got Quiet Quinn's corpse in there that you've been like tinkering with. Oh, yeah. You've got pancake that's always summoned up in the corner and you can, you know, make little adjustments and tweaks and talk to talk to her. Uh, yeah. Uh, who else, Who's next? Good boy. What's your room look like? Uh, I think it's just like tarps and newspapers, stuff that I find lying around. <laughs> I mean, because we talked about how you used to live in kind of like a lean to type thing that so it's sort of that same feel of like you find things, you hoard them and you make like that your living space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not necessarily used to having like a place of your own in this way. Yeah, I still made like a like a little tent in the corner out of a tarp and some newspapers. <laughs> yeah, and your bed's not in that like you don't sleep on your bed. No. <laughs> What's on your bed? I think that's where I put all my weapons when I'm not using them. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I I almost imagine you like tucking in your buzz axe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your buzz axe gets the nice bed, and you get the tent, the nice tent. You know. Yeah. Uh, okay, Kimmy, what's your room look like? Or Phaleon, what's your room look like? I think most of it has been dedicated to pigeon and I just have a nice area for pigeon to be in like lots of perches. I don't know. A week isn't very long for me to decorate. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. All right. (laughs) I imagine, you know, you've got your bed and you've mainly focused on getting stuff up for pigeon. So there's like pegs on the walls, a rope bridge, essentially that like, spans across some of them so that pigeon can just like jump between those and fly around and and go through like an obstacle course type thing and play yeah exactly lots of those red bird feeders (laughs) 
Okay, and then uh, and then we've got Tarquin. What's what's yours? So I'm gonna have a shelf full of booze. I'm gonna have a glass cabinet with all my little trophies. You know, like the bloody feather and all the things that I've collected when I'm not uh, out and about. And then I've got on the opposite wall, I've got like one of those, you know, like a detector's board with all the red string and all that and all the snippets of information that I can remember about the wizard's wand and like crappy sketches of Robin and Cosmander and Scott off the bus, you know, like a proper crime board. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Upstairs, Randy's new brew in is just renamed to Randy's place in Saloon Dion. <laughs> Wait, wait, so the whole thing is named Salute? Okay, so the, the actual bar has a different name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you guys were naming the whole mansion. The mansion is called Saloon Dion. <laughs> oh, no. Your headquarters then- is called Saloon Dion. <laughs> Did you not realize that? Did I not say that very clear? I thought we were renaming, like, Randy's thing. I knew we were naming the whole house. (laughs) I did not, but I will own it, because that's fantastic. (laughs) I think it's better now. Oh, my goodness. People will come looking for drinks and say it's Saloon Dion, and we have to be like, no, 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 no. You're not looking for Saloon Dion. You're looking for Randy's place. (laughs) Randy's place located in Saloon Dion. You guys have been there for like a week. You guys have your rooms all nice and set up. Uh, Amir echoes you all and is like, my friends, friend and foe adventure co is all set up here at Saloon Dion. Why don't you come up and, uh, and we'll, we'll get you started on some missions. And you all go upstairs and there's like a big in the very front, uh, there's the statue and it's got Randy and it's got Amir and they're like folding their arms back to back, almost like, you know, buddies, you know, <laughs> this guy, this person. Oh, <laughs> welcome to friend and foe adventure co. And then a donkey. <laughs> a donkey. <laughs> That's what was the to- donkey got turned into. Okay. That took the place of the donkey statue. All right. I was hoping there was just like a leftover donkey statue they didn't know what to do with. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. That should have been in the shop that we could buy. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You know, that was what one of the things they were working on next time. (laughs) What is it? Is it a statue or a topiary? (laughs) (laughs) Amir is standing like kind of by that statue. There's the stairs that like split up and go up and uh, and there's a big board and it's got magic scrolls on it. And he says, all right, Friend and Foe Adventure Co. is up and running and these bounty boards are in most cities. Now you can go and you can pick up little small jobs for for uh, some spare cash. And then there are going to be bigger jobs that might take you out of the town. It's just like the video game. You got the <laughs> bounty boards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just like, essentially, this is a bounty board, and you guys can come here and take missions and and go out and do them. You can do them together, or you could split up and do separate ones. It'll be fun. And this gives us a layout for the podcast. <laughs> All right. 
Thank you so much for listening to Friend and Foe Adventure Co. We are having an absolute blast playing this. If you want to start your own adventures, you can. You can go to nirvanagames.com and buy your own source book. And if you really want to go fancy, you can get the deluxe edition, which is amazing. That's what I have. It's especially amazing for in-person because it's got miniatures. It's got a board. It's got these weapon cards. It makes it really easy to do. Even for these online sessions that we do, I use the BM screen to BM for everybody. It makes BMing way easier in front of your friends because it's like a cheat sheet. If you enjoy this show, there's a couple ways you could help us out. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Either and or both will help the podcast get seen more. And another way to help us out is to share it with your friends and your foes. Word of mouth, social media, hire a skywriter, hire a medium to share it with ghosts. If you're a doctor, you can write a prescription to every single one of your patients prescribing Friend and Foe Adventure Co. It would mean so much to us. I have been your BM, a.k.a. the Bunker Master, Riley Stock. Phaleon is played by my wife, Kimberly. Tarquin Britstone is played by Phil McNeil. Mercurius is played by Kyle Mackard. And Good Boy is played by Matt Laraway. Kyle Mackert also does our theme song, Vault Hunter, which you can hear on SoundCloud, and you can check out more of his music on SoundCloud and on YouTube, Mecha Mac Music. We're just a small little podcast, but we're having fun doing it, and we're going to keep doing it for as long as it's fun. And I appreciate the listeners that are interacting with us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We are on all of those at FF Adventure Co. Come and interact with us. Have some fun. You can find a lot of this information and links to places in our episode description. That is it. And remember, to us, you are the best kind of badass. The hunter, I'll watch you back. Next week, we all change our minds and decide to go after Nettie. <laughs> Dude, we might because we totally turned on Post Malone. Lamp Post Just Malone. 180 on that guy. I can't believe you guys totally turned on Lamp Post I was, Malone. I was going to shoot him. I was going to fucking blast him. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you oh, wanted to be part of the podcast, he should have kept his voice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, oh, is this a... <laughs> I couldn't remember it very well. Oh man, of course I picked a weird one. Is this an indictment of the of the BM? Because we can't make we can't upset the BM. It's gonna make things very difficult. <laughs> oh, so my voice isn't good enough, huh, man? Alright, we are gonna eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> we know we know which characters getting kidnapped and killed next time, don't we? <laughs> oh no. All of Good Boy's side quests are gonna be eating shit. Literal shit. That's all you do. Eat shit. <laughs> The loathsome dung eater!
<laughs> oh, what's this? Now you're cursed with a character voice, and you have to stay in this character voice the whole time we play, and you can never change it, okay? <laughs> uh, but respectfully. <laughs> no, disrespectfully. Thank you for sticking around to the end. Right now, we'll play Phil's reaction to listening to the week prior's episode without him because he didn't get to hear that until everybody else heard it. And we played this session before he got to hear this episode. So my favorite thing that happened was in this episode when he goes, should we go to Randy's then and get a drink? And oh my gosh, I was just cry laughing, containing, trying to contain myself and let the other players kind of explain what happened. But that is genuinely my favorite thing because it was such a genuine thing. Anyway, here you go. Enjoy. Hi everyone, Phil here. I play Tarquin Britstone in Friend and Foe Adventure Co. Now unfortunately, due to some sort of scheduling conflict, I couldn't be around for the latest episode. So I'm hearing it for the first time, along with all of you lot. Uh, Riley assures me that I'm still alive by the end of the episode, but let's see what happens, shall we? So you guys finished your adventure with Drake Wilson. He jetted off with his key fragment. And then you guys are left with three of those weapons that you had stolen from Barry. Are you guys going to sell those back to Amir? Yes. Yeah, yeah, let's sell them. So each one of those is worth 400 gold. So 400, 800, 1200. I guess that's just 300 gold to each of you. So you all can add 300 gold. Uh, Hang on, did I get this money? I need to call my accountant. Those blueprints, we will do something with another time. Did Riley forget to plan anything for those? We've all been there, mate. You give those to Amir and he doesn't pay you anything. Fucking cheapskate. I look back down at my new friends and they're being electrocuted while on fire. Flames swallowed you a hold and then I'm all alone. (laughs) Fucking hell, Kimmy. I hope that one doesn't come true. Everybody's in their own perspective rooms. Yeah, pretty sure he means respective. And smoke is coming in through the bottom of the door. Uh Uh-oh, fire. Get out, get out. Obviously, Randy's doesn't have a fire alarm or anything. I was really imagining sort of like a... Willy Wonka scenario with everybody. <laughs> everybody in the same bed, you know. Tarquin would totally be down for that. Here's the keys to my chocolate factory. <laughs> That's so rude. Uh, you gotta check the door handle to see if it's hot. Okay, Kyle obviously paid attention at school. You jump out the window. Are, did you open it first, or are you just like jumping through action style? <laughs> Always best to clarify. And it's like you guys have practiced this before, as if it happened in episode one. Shit, did it? I'm going to use my breacher perk. Okay, Matt is shit hot at remembering all his perks and special abilities and boosts and stuff. Uh, what do they call that? The flying kick with both feet. Um, I forget what that. That's a wrestling move. That should be good boys wheelhouse. <sighs> but uh... Isn't it just called a drop kick? Although around these parts, we just call it two foot in someone. And in the center is Randy tied up in a chair and fire is surrounding them. Oh, no. No, you can't hurt Randy. Can I like get them without that meaning Randy, not the skeletons? Without them meaning the skeletons, not Randy. <laughs> I, I assume we would have been calling out to Good Boy or, or trying to reach him on the Echo Stone when he didn't fall out of the window. Uh, excuse me. And Tarquin too. Yeah, that's better. Thank you. 
Phaleon, you come in and you like push open both doors really hard, swinging, and you're just like, stealth, bitches! Best entrance ever. I don't even have a melee weapon. What am I doing with my life? I love this thought. You said they were like swinging doors, like saloon doors? Yes. I would like to try and take one off and throw it at the skeletons. <laughs> yes. I love it how whenever we do a badass move, we instantly drop what's going to be most effective and just go for what looks cool as fuck. We do a lot of just like chucking random shit at people with badass moves. I love it. Exactly. This is just going to be an all-door themed attack. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm kind of jealous that I'm missing out on this. This is uh, going to be a cool fight. This is a skill that we have never used. One of his skill tree skills, which is called Burn Baby Burn. Forget that I have those. Yeah, what I said about Matt before, I take it back. And you take 20 points of damage. Bloody hell. I, I'm not going to do friendly fire anymore. Ha, how long do you think that lasts, listener? You get four badass tokens. Nice. I gotta start using those. Yeah, hands up. I can't remember what they do. Mine's a five again. Kimmy is loving those fives today. I've got an idea. And they like nod their head and the rope turns into a snake and the snake tightens around them and the head of the snake starts to like lunge towards their face and they're like, never mind. And they nod their head again (laughs) and it turns back into a rope. Like, that's the only rope trick I know. So you guys have got to help me, whoever you are. Um what just happened? How safe would it be for me to attempt to shoot off their bonds? No. Think back to what happened in the Don's torture room. This is a bad idea, Mercurius. I leap towards it and I bring my buzz axe straight down. Just chop it right in half. All the way down. Like a Jenga tower. Dude, that is not how you play Jenga. It explodes in an explosion of electricity. What a great description. Nailed it, BM. You are the best. (laughs) Don't worry, we still love you. If you save me, I will take off all my clothes, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear you describe that. Don't worry, Randy, I'm coming, sorry. Uh, You can come after you save me. (laughs) Such filth. I can't believe a joke like that happened and I wasn't there. Gutted. Okay, so I have no shields and I have seven HP. Uh-oh, try not to die. Uh, smoke flashes below them and they disappear. Ooh, magic. So why didn't Randy just do that in the first place? Uh, and then they jump down the landing and into the bar and they're like, let's, uh, let's get out of here. Oh, so it wasn't magic. They just carried I'm curious. Whatever. Duh, okay. Yeah, are you all leaving? Oh yeah, we're out of here. I'm out of here. Yeah. So nobody gonna ask where Tarquin is? Fucking rude. The flames come out and like are are getting the side the, the you know outside the walls and Randy's like, well shit. <laughs> That's a brilliant reaction. Whole livelihood's just gone up in flames. Wow, shit. Where's Tarquin? Is Tarquin still in there? Did you leave your teammate? Oh, Tarquin. Felt like we were missing something. Uh, something. A thing. We're having words next time, mate. I saw some skeletons carrying Tarquin away. Uh, I'm Tarquin Britstone. One-time wielder of the wizard's wand. I don't just get carried away by skeletons. I bet if you went to check my bedroom, there would be literally thousands of skeleton corpses and the remnants of the biggest fight you have ever witnessed. That is the only way I'm getting carried away by skeletons. Just saying. Oh, okay, it's fine then. No, it's not fine. Get me back, damn it. 
You're not going to believe this, guys. They took him into the building. Randy comes up and grabs you and says, no, 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 dear. I'm genuinely finding this so funny. Is this what it's like to listen to it like all the time when you don't know what's coming? Brilliant. Gotta, gotta keep myself all smooth and spelt like a muscular seal. <laughs> That's what I imagine good boy to look like from now on. We need some ingredients for a curse. A curse to make someone not be such a sexist bastard. A sexist bastard no idea who she's talking about i'll get you i'll get you i don't know you saved me but you also ruined me can i expect any sort of like in-store credit for this okay one i'm loving this witch character and two matt is absolutely killing it this episode pestle right that's the bull part of a way around mate excuse me sir or madam or thadam <laughs> I saw some, uh, I saw two skeletons come up and they carried this guy right up to this building over here, this warehouse over here. Another quality voice. Did you want me to come with you? We're down a party member, yeah. sure. Yes, please. Oh, so this is my replacement, is it? Some man-voiced child creature? My name's Lamp. <laughs> We'll call, we'll call ourselves the Lamppost Boys for life. <laughs> I'm sorry, girl. Uh, you know what? That's sexist. Oh, yeah, don't be sexist. Might get kidnapped. He used to have it all, you know. banging tunes to uh, finish off an awesome episode. So let me get this straight. So Tarquin's been kidnapped, Randy's bar has been burned to the ground all because Tarquin's been accused of being sexist. Well I guess we can all learn a lesson here can't we guys? The moral of this story is clearly don't miss an RPG session otherwise your character gets fucked over when you're not there. Can't wait to find out what happens next. Bye!